Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 911, what's your emergency? I can't find Captain Nash and his wife's cruise ship. Somebody Tonight, 911 comes to ABC. If we're going to make it out of here, we got to work together. Tonight at 9 on ABC, followed by 7 News at 11. This is why you watch 7 News at 5. This breaking story is happening as we speak. To get breaking news from the alert desk. When I know about it, you'll know about it first. So you're always connected with what's happening now, only on 7 News at 5. Um, I don't have a song in my head. Seems to me that you live your life like a candle in the wind. That's too serious. See, though. I was going to do Tears in Heaven, but like That's I didn't. That's a dead baby. I mean, it's a dead baby, but I also didn't want to be that guy. What, Eric Clapton? Successful Seems recording star? Live your life like a candle in the wind. Never knowing when the rain, rain came in. in. We can't do this seriously. Let's do this one bad again. There it is. There it is. Thank Just you. Just to um, jump to the left. It is. And a sing to the right. I don't know the words of that fucking stupid ass song. You know Why would think, you? I don't think a whole lot of people do. Thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, this It's a weird amalgamation here on page seven today. Um, we've had a bit of a shakeup this week, schedule-wise, uh, as you can imagine. And um, Henry well, Zabrowski is here in the L.A. studio joining me. Yeah. And uh, Holden McNeely from Wizard and the Bruiser and Roundtable of Gentlemen is joining us from New York. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me today. What professional intro Jackie just did. I... And she's never done that before. I've she's never, never actually been professional. I know. Once. Uh, by the way, Holden Anderson. Oh! Welcome, everybody. God, Prepare to be deceived. Yeah, okay, good. All good, right. good, good. Well, obviously, we are dealing with the loss of Kevin Barnett. We have been uh, dealing with it. We talked about it on Side Stories this week. This is kind of an opportunity for each one of us to kind of talk about him a little bit on each one of the shows on LPN. It's absolutely heartbreaking. We uh, will obviously always miss him, but it is really fun to go back through roundtables. It's a really good excuse to just hear all the horrible things that he said and all the horrible (laughs) things that you both said that if there was like a war crimes of comedy like Haig like if there was like a Nuremberg of like trials I'm sorry we're doing Auschwitz so now it's that that's, that's all that's in your fucking brain dude. yes but we are uh if there was one of those trials for comedians you would all be hung oh hanged. man yeah. put us in the fucking grave alongside Barnett because it is um I never I have never once listened to a roundtable episode we did it for so many years. I never, ever listened to it once because usually, especially in the first, I'm going to say six years of it, I was blacked out through most of it. You I s- actually tell people, uh, like, because they're like, remember this time when you said this or that? And I'm like, I literally no, go into a blackout state, like not dr- non-drunk blackout state and become that f- character, whatever you want to call what that is. It's definitely me, but it's... Uh, version of me yeah now people are actually seeing a way more honest version of you 
on Wizard and the Bruiser and right. on your streams. And technically, whatever is close as human being as you even fucking get um, is what you portray <laughs> on those shows. But the on this on Roundtable, you were the Lizard King. You were the yeah. grossest person who ever exists. So you almost had to become like a. It was like a shaman. Yes, and I love that state. guy. Like I love, I love that, guy. that guy. Oh um, yeah, of course. I miss I miss what I was on on Roundtable very much. And listening back, I think you're healthier. It. I think that you I'm look definitely... you look better. You're you have a better weirdly a better attitude. I but. find that interesting because Holden was just telling me about what a ghoul I looked like before <laughs> we started recording. Crying and maybe it's so I've much, been crying for days. <laughs> And I mean, I know, like, I look rough, like, whatever, you know, like, as per usual, but, like, even more so now. But, like, Jackie well, because- does look like she literally went in- uh, into, like, a Hollywood studio and was like, can you make me look like I'm in a black and white monster movie as some sort of uh, <laughs> risen cruel. from the dead? You know that what I mean? Because it's old school. Cruel. It's not like you have, like, abrasions on your skin and stuff no, but like in modern day. It's I like how it someone really makes weird. someone look like a ghoul in old school movie, like horror movies. <laughs> oh, you're talking about, like, impressionistic German films? Yeah. Like The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari? <laughs> it's like <laughs> I look at Jackie, actually it's more of, I do feel like it was kind of over the top for Jackie to add the fake Halloween stitches to the side of her head to make her look like Frankenstein's monster. (laughs) No, it's just when you've been crying for days, if no one knows that you have been crying for days when you meet them, um, they just assume uh, you got like booze bloat. I will yeah. say that it, I, I, I do wish Barnett was here because, man, I will say I have never seen two bartenders get a whole room full of grieving comedians hammered. They like, just I were d- like, almost irresponsible because oh, we yeah. all kind of hung out real quick in L.A. All the comedians yeah. in New Kevin all got together and they kind of, I guess they saw bunches of people obviously just spontaneously bursting into tears. Actually, as our, our producer was out with us, Mary, and Mary's like, I saw you went up to somebody and you said, I can't believe he's gone. And you burst into tears and then you both hugged. The bartenders saw that happen and immediately were like, Okay, because we went to a place that all of us hate, and I'm telling you, I was That's essentially amazing. drinking gasoline. Yeah, I'm dude. so happy that Kevin would be so happy that you went somewhere you hated. That's the thing. <laughs> That's why we did it. We did it for Barnett. And I also know that he he'd be like, "Dude, that dope as shit." You just start doing that everywhere you go. You get fucking great. Just like <laughs> I just lost one of my best friends, and then you just get. I mean, you get upgrade. The la- one of the one of the last combos I had with Kevin was about how we watched. Um, uh, Dragon Ball Super, even though he hated it. <laughs> he's just and it was funny. so funny, man. <laughs> he's so <laughs> sick, man. Oh, you know, I, uh, one thing that is nice about this, to- I mean, I'm the, it's not nice, but it's also, a, a, it's very interesting to see the reach that Kevin had in terms of like, how many chicks that he smashed and just shows up, right? And they each got separate stories. All I was in a room with a few women he smashed on the day that uh, we were mourning, uh, you know. know, And I loved that. And one was being like, I can't believe Tyler died. And I was like, who's Tyler? You're like, your best friend, Tyler. And I was like, Kevin's telling you his name is Tyler. You know, like, that's not true, but you know, like you could just see all of these people. Like they have no clue what they've walked into because it's also yeah. like other people walking to a bunch of comedians. But um, on Friday night, they're doing a big uh, benefit for him, a big benefit show. I and I will be there. At. Where is it at? It's at the Bell House, and they just added a second show. So there's going to be an early yeah. and a late show. I'll be there for as long as I can stomach it. Um, uh, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to be on the show, but I'm just want to be there to meet anybody who wants to come out. 
Was there I, any other funny ass stories? I was like trying to think what else was appropriate for air. That's the problem. There's a lot that we can't <laughs> talk about. I was I was talking about because I took a bunch of screenshots of our. Uh, we were talking on Christmas because I remember it was a couple of weeks before Christmas and we were at Ed's Christmas party, and he's like, "Yo, man," he's like, "I said a while ago, I'm gonna be swole by Christmas," and. Uh, I ain't been doing that shit, so I'm gonna get swole by Christmas. Oh yeah, but then he decided he, he just weeks. wasn't gonna eat. He's like, he's like, I'm not gonna eat. I ain't gonna eat. It's gonna be great. I'm going for runs. I'm getting swole. I was like, I don't that's think that's how, that how you get swole. And so Christmas <laughs> Eve, he's texting Ed and I. And then I was like, dude, you should start cutting off limbs. He's like, I don't know what. He's like, I got 11 pounds to go until I'm swole. I was like, what is swole to you? What know. does that mean? <laughs> are you on some sort of smoothie diet? And that's my problem, though, is that a lot of the things that are my favorite Barnett memories, we can't, can't, we can't talk say. about. It can't was so funny. Say. We went around and shared like a special moment in the apartment. I don't know how much of this story I can really tell, so I'll just keep it very vague. One of the people in the room told a hilarious story about him her and a stripper. Yeah, 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 <laughs> she was like, yeah, 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 yeah. All of my memories of Kevin are completely inappropriate for this moment. Yes. <laughs> we're going around yes. telling you, you know, I was not recently on a text chain with him and Jermaine, and they just kept talking about how bad they were at Fortnite, and they literally played for like two hours one time and didn't get a single kill up between either of them, which if you don't play that game, that is like really bad. Like, that is <laughs> pathetic. And it was just so fucking funny, man. Like, But I, I, I was just, talking uh, on side stories, we were talking about how professionally, how many times Kevin hired me to either be a Klansman or hired me <laughs> to do your fucked up shit. So they, and I was just being like, he would put words into my mouth. Like when we did the pilot for Comedy Central, you would put yeah. words in my mouth that I'm like, I can't be saying this shit on camera. And he's like, you got to, man. It's your character, man. And I was like, no, it's just you telling you me. Tell me to say telling it. Telling me to say these things. He's like, no, nah, man, you got to. Isn't that funny? Because I'm your boss, man. I can like tell you how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said black devil <laughs> in the clan black sketch. Devil. And Jermaine, the day it all went down, Jermaine texted uh, us the picture of us in our clan outfits with yeah. Jermaine and Kevin. So all smiling, hanging. Oh, it was yes, such a great photo. A great time. <laughs> just using us for their fucking ploys. Just like, you're our pet white people. We can do whatever we want. To. And I was just like, yes, Kevin, please continue to hire me. I think I could take the butt story, right? The video he showed me at your wedding. <laughs> but he was he, he was telling me he was because he it's just so funny the way he talked about smashing because there's one dude that respected women it was Barnett completely we were talking about this utterly. about how we have I have never met a man that was so naturally single for so long that all of the women that came were devastated that he like no one just no one showed up being like if I'm glad it's someone else kid because I would have done it like I was waiting Nobody for somebody. I'm always that guy too, and I was not that guy. This I love showing up to a grieving person's get together and uh, just scream. I'm, I, you know, all just the worst things I could possibly say. Yeah. But yeah. he was, he was showing me this video at, at Henry's wedding that was just these two hot women that were in his apartment, like butt dancing on him, and just like beautiful asses. And he was like, "Man, this is a Monday night." I just went out for a beer. And I was like, ladies, ladies, no, no, no. And they, they followed me <laughs> back to my place. Guy. He was a handsome, successful followed guy. Followed me back to my yeah. place. This is one o'clock in the morning. Like their, like, their skirts are up. And like, he, I mean, he just showed, he wouldn't like ever, you know, show that to anybody like out in social media world. And he's like, you know what? He's like, I was tired. I had work in the morning. I sent their asses home. They both wanted to sleep with me. I sent their asses home. <laughs> um... 
Yeah, I don't. And and by the way, I just want to say really quick, and I hope I don't get too emotional saying this. Just thank you, everybody who reached out to me. I appreciate yeah. it so much. Well, you know what it is is that I am not. It's it's very. It's still very strange to me when you say like stuff like LPN family and stuff like because Kissel is is very good at. T- 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 talking about the community that we are, and then yeah. we we forget. I think I forget. I forget that I was like, man, we have so many supporters, and it's so nice to see how many people came out. So many people came out to show love for Kevin that then it ended up on fucking CNN. And well, that's what I was so pissed off about. I was trying to get work done yesterday. I was like, let me just see what's going on in the celebrity gossip world. And I fucking opened up Us Weekly, and it was right there. And I was like, get yeah. out of my. F- All right, fine. And then the fine, first thing it says. It was Kevin Barnett, contributor to the last podcast on the left. They still got it wrong. They still got his fucking <laughs> there credits There were so wrong. many articles with wrong information they about it. My favorite is a, the, he always talked about getting confused with a different Kevin Barnett that wrote for, like, these other movies. For Hall and they fucking got it wrong. They fucking got it wrong. <laughs> they got, Deadline got it wrong the whole time. because I heard, I mean, He would have like, loved that. Bling, bling. He oh, would have yeah. loved it. He would have loved it. But, yeah, up until then, because it was literally just an article in, the in I want to say, the Variety. It was like a big-ass entertainment newspaper, and it just said, who is Kevin Barnett? And I was just being like, what the fuck is this shit? You're roasting him now? We're doing this now? And being like, you could have even make fun of him his face. And I, All I want to do is make fun of him. But I have to say, I cannot stop looking at the Roundtable Facebook page. I'm reading all of it, so keep it coming. Because oh, I yeah. love it. There's a guy on Twitter right now just just posting quotes uh, on a big thread, and I'm addicted to it and just trying to like and everything. If you got those quotes and you got the episodes for those quotes and the people listen to this to page seven and say the same thing, uh, we're going to maybe do something on Wizard of the Bruiser. We're going to talk about the last podcast this week. Uh, put the episode numbers because we're trying to put together a big highlight reel for uh, Roundtable, and we're going to put it on the Roundtable stream. So if there are moments you want to hear again or you remember fucking however you get it, start sending those uh, episode numbers. A good place to do it is to sidestorieslpotl at gmail.com. That's sidestorieslpotl at gmail.com, and we can start putting all of those together. And people who hit me up directly are like, I know I'm just some random guy or like whatever, but no, it, it means, means a lot. lot. It means a lot. It means us. a lot. It's we uh, We did not... We don't realize. We've been doing this for so long. We don't realize how, I mean, and honestly, you guys on the other end that listen to us, you're the reason why all of our lives are different and better. You're, you you brought Kevin to us and to you by cl- closing the circuit of us talking and you listening. And it means a lot. And knowing that you're there during a time for us that is incredibly difficult because I have had so many people say the same thing, saying that we were there for them when times were difficult for them. And this is, this is, the payback. Payback, yeah. baby! Thank you, guys. That's, Thank I don't you. want to say it like that. It's not like a revenge. <laughs> but it's so true, and, and it does give me some solace to know that there are so many people who have experienced this before and are here for us. It's really important. It's incredibly important because, I mean, obviously this is a thing that people deal with time to time again. I'm going to I'm gonna flip out because Jackie just pulled up a picture well, of a, because... a documentary cat that, that named a cat. It's an orange cat named Ooh-la-la. It's not even Ooh-la-la. It is Ooh-la-la. So I'm looking at this cat's face while I'm trying to wrap this up. Oh, I because I thought it was a good segue because... Why is it in a... Why is its head in a coffee filter? coffee filter. Kevin passed away. Ooh-la-la. What a cat. The fuck's wrong? Not, you monster. You're becoming we, the ghoul that you look like. <laughs> it's not the segue. Um, I it was after all of us like Ed was essentially holding Shiva at his place. 
on Tuesday, and people were coming in and out. And, and we were at Kissel's. And, it was yeah. the same thing, just yeah. sitting and just and reflecting. Outpouring. Yeah, and just and telling stories and, and sobbing and, and, you know, smoking just copious amounts of weed. <laughs> and um, and after everybody left, Ed went to take a nap, and I was hanging out with Jeff and Ed's fiance Julie, and... Julie's like, put something on the television. We just need something on just until we go meet up with everybody. So I picked this documentary called Catwalk, Tales from the Cat Show Circuit. Now, I've been very interested in this, but <laughs> Natalie made me wait because Natalie's been out of town. So I was looking at it and be like, oh, God, oh, this fucking catwalk looks like fucking hammered on Tuesday night and just real, like looking at it on Netflix. And real quick, before we get more into this documentary, I would like everyone to know at Kissel's, we had... Episodes of Naruto playing the entire time <laughs> the we were entire there. Time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my and just God. talking about how much how bad the show seemed to other like I mean whatever we were all upset and miserable. So there, I'm Naruto has some really good aspects, but it was one of Kevin's favorite shows. So it felt good to have that on. Like, thank you for clarifying. For, so you don't offend the hardcore Naruto fans. There are <laughs> hardcore. I mean, I don't know how many of them listen to page seven, but there are very hardcore. I'm sure they're out sure. there. No, Japan is a very, very population full country. If you're a page seven fan and you listen and you love watching Naruto, please write Naruto lives on the page seven Facebook page. <laughs> Why are you doing this to us? <laughs> Why are you wreaking havoc? I'm bridging gaps. I know you're bridging gaps and I appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing. We definitely need the the weeaboo community to embrace us. Is that the term? Or is that a, is that a, like a weeaboo? Yeah, weeaboo we, uh, we, uh, is a little bit of a mispronunciation, but I'll, it's fine. Yeah, oh, it's whoa. Like boys, oh, okay. Oh, it's <laughs> being fucking talked down to I'm by offended. Mr. fucking Mr. Weeaboo I do a research page. We don't say Mingala. Do we say Mingala? What is I don't know what that uh, means. Technically, though, but if you look at all the various the various documentaries, they do the same thing, like UFO and UFO. These, an expert always has to slightly change the pronunciation, so it sounds like they're the only ones who know how to say it. <laughs> Wait, like they how say Dan UFO? Carlin says, don't get me started on UFO. Who says UFO? Uh, several people do. Stanton Friedman <laughs> does, and they're actually, it's weird, it just drives me insane, but Mangela is a way I've heard it said again and again by documentarians. What? It's like how Dan, Dan Carlin always makes sure he hits the Genghis Khan. That it's not Genghis Khan, it would have been pronounced Genghis Khan. And it's just like, well, I am... I am Good Borat. for you. I am <laughs> Borat. <laughs> no, I'm not Borat. I love fucking love uh, Dan Carlin. I love that whole series. Tell me what's the word, up. This episode of Page 7 is brought to you by Simple Health. Get birth control prescribed, renewed, and delivered from wherever you are on your schedule. The prescription is usually 20 bucks, but Simple Health is offering you a prescription for free. Just go to simplehealth.com slash page 7 or enter the promo code page 7 to check out. You know, I was given the option to not write these ads this week. I was advised to maybe not write the ads this week. But if there is one thing I learned from Kevin Barnett, it's swag heavy and make that money. I also know that Barnett would be all aboard the Simple Health Express for me because of its convenience and most importantly that it would leave no babies inside of my tummy puppy party. I saw Barnett hold a baby for the first time at Henry's wedding. He looks so uncomfortable. And I remember standing across the room, pointing and shouting, look at how uncomfortable he is, as he nervously tried not to uh, drop it. 
Sybil Health gives you access to a doctor because insurance status or cost should never prevent women from getting birth control. Helps you smash with a head on straight. It's also discreet service. Birth control is a personal choice and Sybil Health is a discreet and comfortable option. No labels on the package or telling an old stranger about the weird items you've experimented with inside of you. Thank goodness, because it's also reliable. It's as reliable as this week is soul-crushing. Simple Health offers only trusted brands of birth control. They ain't making their own birth control, which I'm thankful for. Because if somebody tells me that having no babies lives at the bottom of a bottle of tequila, I would believe them. Licensed doctors help build the product, and they review every patient with rigor and care. Simple Health doctors can prescribe over 100 brands of the pill, as well as the patch or ring. Dude, NuvaRing was always dope for me. I can't be trusted to remember to take a pill every day, but that's just me because I have the brain of a sugar hopped up tween. They personalize a recommendation based on your health profile and personal preferences. And it's affordable. Simple Health offers affordable care regardless of insurance, and they accept insurance, and birth control is free with most insurance plans. For those without insurance, birth control pills start at $15 a month, and delivery is free for everyone. A free prescription when you go to simplehealth.com slash page 7 or enter promo code page 7 to check out. The service is not a replacement for routine evaluations by your primary care physician or gynecologist, but it is the most convenient and comfortable way to get your birth control. Swag to the moon, no jackets. So cats love shows. Do and we're they show ever? And cats. don't worry, is it based in Canada? Yes, it is. See, <laughs> Netflix gets a lot of low-rent, weird Canadian and UK reality shows. They seem to get all of them, and there are... The mixture between this, which looks like a diamond in the rough that I want to see, and the one that I saw, which was one of the most disturbing, which is unfortunate, but it's a show called Age Gap Love. We've talked about Age on Gap Netflix. Love on here. Uh, Did we talk about it, you I and me? I think so. When it's just the- We watched it together. The UK people, like a UK 75-year-old man with like a, like a, a weird little woman who's just like, I just like the way, oh Lord, the way his feet smell. And they they really do love each other. Um, so I guess you know what, go for them. Well, you know what? How about this too? Okay, why don't we look on the bright side of things? Uh, to well, steal from the different podcast, story. the brighter different side. It's a different show. show. They could be they could be incel or they could be fucking an old bag. So what would you prefer? I'm know. I'm happy that the old bags get fucked. I mean, and, no, the yeah. thing is that what I forget. And I truly do. And Natalie and Natalie and I talk about this all the time. But the difference is that Natalie's always gonna be hot. Natalie will always be hot. I'm the one who's gonna slowly melt into yeah. something awful. Like I'm yeah. gonna be awful. Look at our father. Your breasts are gonna be touching your knees. Look I didn't want to bring up your dad, but I saw recently before yeah. before he cleaned himself up for the wedding, the picture just with the four of you and he's in the tank top or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and I was, that's me. Geez. That's me, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gonna turn into. But so at some point it is nice to know that like when you're like seventy five Maybe somebody it will want to still sit on it, right? And I think that they will, especially if you have a cat like Ooh La La. All right, break your break this shit down. <laughs> I <laughs> I love. Let me just go ahead and say I love Westminster Dog Show. I'm into this stuff. We all do, except for the way they viciously grab their assholes and their balls. Yeah, but they got to make sure that they're good. And in the cat shows, it is like it is Bobo ass. Small dinky rooms that a bunch of people, it's like, they're not even dressed up. These are like women in 
like like denim vests well, I that even love know. their cat. My thing is that I didn't really understand what would be the benefit of having a purebred cat. Because even purebred dogs, I really don't particularly believe in at all. At all, but I but because they get all weird, they get all cross-eyed like like princes, like they're dukes from the UK. I mean, I think it's the same with cats. I think it's the same thing. Where they just get all inbred, but they look good. I mean, they're very cute and they're all very fluffy. But what did you learn about the show? What else do they? How do they grade them? Uh, it's based on breed. It's based on. My favorite part is that there's a judge. Who is just a sour-looking old man who just takes the cats and in front of the cats he's got a feather toy and he's whap 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 because they can't walk them in a circle right yeah to see how they play and how they react and he's just so angry while he does it and he takes it so seriously and there's no it's like you're playing with a feather toy in front of the face of a cat at least smile at least enjoy it for a second. But everyone's it seems talking to be about a lot of the way the first ga- dates also happen on age gap love, where it's the young person <laughs> just flipping a feather in front of an old person just your to dick see hard? if they can still fucking move. <laughs> Is your dick hard? Easy it's so me? much easier to find the clitoris on an old bag, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it separates from the lips. Right. I've heard. Wait, what do you mean it separates from the lips? It lifts up and out even more like a penis. Is yeah. that true? It's like a, it's like a beak or like um, you know what I mean? And he goes, hi. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yes, it does. Sure no, it I am. Does. Yes, yes. I saw the same documentary. I think. Sure I am. And then, in order for it to shut up, you got to punch it. You got to punch it for it to flatten back down. Yeah, there's a really good documentary on uh, Lilo, um, oh. which is a new streaming service. And it's called Old Bitch Glitterous. <laughs> and it's fucking great. And, and it, you know, you might get offended by me saying old bitch before saying the word glitterous. But you know what? She's mean in the dark. She's a, if she wasn't had such a bad, if she didn't have such a bad attitude, right. I would be a little bit more upset about how hard they're punching her a huge clip. <laughs> I would. But I, but seeing how, like, and I'm not saying she's asking for it, because no, nobody even doesn't no, deserve no, no, no. that, but still. I can well, see at one point, she upset. literally does ask for it. She's like, fucking punch you all. Pooch Pooch make it flat. Make it flat, you pussy. <laughs> I, I know that that's. Fucking hit it. I love that show. And Lilo is weirdly because it's all curated by that little creature from the Disney movie. So it's all stuff that he'd want to see. <laughs> do they examine the cat's, do they examine the cat's genitals during the sort of. Uh, no, they don't touch their clitoris. Right. What I don't understand is how many people fuck cats that I've read about. What do you mean? <laughs> that it just right. seems like getting your way into an, a cat's asshole or its pussy would actually be like not cool. Aren't there like barbs in it? Yeah, on their penises. On their penises. Oh, on their penises. Why? Why create a painful experience for maybe maybe because if cats. Wasn't if it wasn't painful, there'd be like too many cats. Well, you know why it is. You know what it is. What is it? Is that sex is painful for them, and so they have to have these hairs on the the penis. You're making so that when it sticks in and it's oh yeah, and and then and then so it grabs in, and so you can just get the gush in there, and then it flattens out, and then he can pull out. But it pull out. Yeah, but they scream. Right. I want to see an old old ass cat fuck a young ass cat. Ooh, that would be yeah, would be age, age gap, gap cat, cat love. love. Age gap cat love. We we, we uh, give them scores at the end. Mm. You know what I mean? Like Wait, all so that. Wait, you want to watch it? You want to watch it? Watch it. 
I want you know I want it I want the thing that I hate in actual porn where they only show the close up of the just the yeah the, the penetration. I never understood that. I never. Always, understood. I want to see the full woman. You know, what I, I don't mean? like the because you know what I think it's almost so weird. Except for me, it's definitely like it does a thing that I think is why porn is bad for certain stretches of humankind where it <laughs> dissociates sex from humans that right. it makes it just like hole and dick and then you can just watch it and so you don't have but to I think thought, about the people involved. I thought they, they, they do those close-ups so that you can like mimic the actual timing of it when you're doing your jerk jerks. What kind of nerds doing that? I think a lot of nerds do that. <laughs> do people nah, do that? Nah, do you nah. keep the stroke? To me it's like I feel like I'm immediately watching like a, a film in like health class. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I will say this though, because this is kind of on my mind recently, is that I hate that. Um, but Kevin would love this. I uh, I recently am really into this one scene that just happens to be in a Ninja Turtles parody porn, because I mm. like the performer. And you like April O'Neil? Yes, but you like of the actual porn star April O'Neil? Yes, but the actual That's who porn I enjoy. star. I also like her too. I am but a fan, right? We should we uh, we should masturbate together, Turst. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'll do is I'll just send you a text when I'm about to. So you know that I'm doing it. <laughs> and so it's so funny because they literally, she's fucking um, Casey Jones. And for portions of it, he's wearing the hockey mask. So that's already upsetting. And you hear like, because the turtles are training in the background. They're fighting in, the, in, in, in like in the other room while this is going on. So the whole time you just hear like, yeah. Like while she's just like blowing this guy. Anyways, we don't have to talk about porn for too much longer. But but um, more, I always talk about with Natalie about how I don't understand men that don't. I understand that like some people just look, do porn. Is it like I need to get the demons out of my balls? Like I just need to course. do this because that's how I view it right. a lot of times. It's like I just need to get that out so I can continue with my day. So but I can I, work. Rem I remember the porn actors that I like because yes. I I like to you know I, I like them. I you like to mob it, mob it. Yeah. yeah, I like to get on it oh, and no. get up in it. Did you just, oh, God damn it, what? Holden. Just the way you just said it. I've had, I like to move it, move it. I like to Stop move it, it move it. Is it move I it? Like move I thought it, it was mo mob it. Like to no, I think it's move, move it. it. <laughs> it's move it. And uh, that has been in my head, and now now it's immediately right. back. Thank you. Uh, but Natalie really? has taken it out of my head. Natalie had a good point where she was like, the reason why me some men don't remember the names or they say they don't remember the names is number one, they're lying. Or number two, they don't view them as people doing a job. They don't yeah. view them as somebody who goes to a fucking studio who signs a W nine that like does a thing that it's like it's like a job. And me, it's like I the reason why I like it is I like the performance aspect because yeah. it's better than just like you know a hole and a and a pee pee. See, these people yeah. are on on the top for a reason. All right, I mean they yeah. work they work their ass off literally to get up there. You know what I mean? It's I'm not one of these bozos. I hate these people who are just like like this fucking amateur bullshit. It's like the grainy camera and the bullshit. It's all one angle. Present. I want to see some real production, and you're only gonna get that with the big stars. Yeah, Jackie just all, first thing Jackie pulled up was the the which is not even a story that Boo died. The, the world, Boo the Pomeranian, the once named the world's cutest dog fucking died. And it's not news. It's not news unless it was murdered by Antifa. What are you talking about? It's still sad. I've been sad all week. Yeah, but it's just, it's, I mean, honestly, those little dogs die all the time. Look at it. It's a purebred. Yeah, they have bad, fucking... they have bad hearts and shit. They're yeah, made that to thing die. Yeah, was never meant to live. Boo's yeah. so cute, though. Oh, yeah, but it he was a permanent puppy. No, they, and the way those poor little doggies die, it's the ones that are the purebreds, they don't die easy. 
No, they, they go shit. like, oh, they, oh, don't yeah. you dare say that? They have spray shits. They just go, oh, that's, that's not true. Yeah, they go, yeah, and their tongues drop out of their mouth. Their tongues just fall out of their mouth, and they just start shit, throwing up blood while they're shitting themselves. They, they don't do that. Their yes. neck will snap, and in the minute of them <laughs> no. snapping their own neck, they look at you and they tell you the thought that you were afraid was true. They Why did it. God make me? And then they just... <laughs> Collapse. They say yeah. their only words ever. Yes. And then collapse. <laughs> That's it. Blaming you and God for how you made them an impermanent living creature. <laughs> It's awful. So yeah, so that's that story. That's that story. That's not true. Boo is very cute, and I like his little face. Well, like boo who is that? What the article says? <laughs> oh my god! It should have been. It, it should have said boo who. Just done by Oscar the Grouch. It's literally who wrote the article. I'm just I, but I did also bring this up. See, a lot of people, which I really appreciate, have been tweeting at me about how Oscar Myers Wienermobile is looking for new drivers. Jackie oh. can't even drive the Prius. <laughs> How is she supposed to drive a 20-foot-long hot dog car? What if this is what I, this is what gets me back out on the you road? You are nervous about driving just on a suburban street, just a normal car. You don't even know. Can you parallel park the Prius? Uh, yeah, sure. Give me the wheel. And, and my question for Henry is, have you ever gotten to yet angrily scream at someone, I drive a Prius? <laughs> <laughs> have no, you gotten to do it, that yet? No, it's the saddest car in the world. In L.A., that's like the most common car on the street. Everybody. Yeah. But I have a black Prius, so a lot of times, how many times a week I oh, I try to open the door of a car that does not belong to me? Yeah, and I know it's that people odd. love to, in L.A., if you don't drive like essentially a Ferrari or better, there's a little inside thing where people just slap their dick against your car. I so you see the marks. <laughs> I see that on the dust, that the car is dust, I'll see the head of a cock sometimes. Right, like, right a little on, mushroom, yeah. On the boot of it. Oh, man, you're really overseas right now. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, because that's how I'm going to do it, man, like. Oh, good. Gro oh, you got groceries. Good. You can put them in the boot, and then it's like, and then we'll go back to my house, and we'll go back to the flight. Open the lift. <laughs> uh, you remember how many times? Go you remember this? You never did this shit. But I went at Florida State when everybody went abroad to London, and then everyone came back and called their fucking shitty college dorms flats. Yes, flats. and they, yeah, and then they would say, "It's like, oh, I'm, I'm off to the loo. Oh, I'm sorry, the bathroom." It's like, you didn't fuck, fuck you. Me. You were there no. for six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> You probably don't realize it, but the average American blasts their eyes with bright screens for 11 hours of every day. Then you think about what you do all day. You know what? It doesn't seem so crazy. I have definitely been desperately watching Yummy Mummies to avoid reality for a couple of days now, and I say long live the screens. Please, shield me from the horrors of reality. The fact is you can't stop looking at the screens, but you can protect your eyes with a pair of Felix Grey glasses that are available with or without prescription. Felix Grey glasses are a lifesaver for me. They filter out 90% of high energy blue light and eliminate the glare coming off all those screens so I can live my life without tired, dry eyes, blurry vision, or headaches. Well, I have all of those things this week, but it's nothing to do with my beautiful fun time screens. Thank you, Felix Gray, for taking just a little off the top there. Unlike other blue light filtering glasses, Felix Grays have no yellow lens tint, so you can see everything in its true color. Because I ain't got time for no rose-colored glasses up in this piece, and I appreciate Felix Gray for understanding that. Everything was beautiful and nothing hurt. Everything was beautiful 
and nothing hurt. And Felix Grey frames are handcrafted from high-quality materials like organic Italian acetate and premium German steel. In fact, throwing on some Felix Greys is an easy way to look pretty put together. I do look dope in my feelies, and I'll fight anyone that says anything contrary against me and my feelies. Don't tempt me! I've got fighting juice coursing through my entire body, and I'm begging for a reason to clothesline somebody. Felix Grey glasses are available in non-prescription, prescription, and readers. With free shipping and free returns, there's nothing to lose. Look great, feel great. Don't go another day looking at screens without the help of some Felix Grays. Go to felixgrayglasses.com slash page seven to protect your peepers today. That's felixgrayglasses.com slash page seven. Felixgrayglasses.com slash page seven. Everything was beautiful and nothing hurt. Oh, my God. Well, we also have to explain to everybody. We went to a theater school, so uh, yes, yes, yes. everybody the with their dialect work. and yeah, The you know. dialect work, and they were starting getting deep into, like, flowy w- ways. But we missed it the, the years before us, when we were, our time period, we worked our fucking asses off creating Murder Fist and putting on shows once a week. And this is how the world reacted. No. No. no never. No. no, thank you. No. Except now. Except now, when when poor fucking Kevin's gone, and now everybody's talking about this shit that's now completely inappropriate for them to hear. <laughs> that is lost to time in comedy because of how fucking fucked up the shit we said was. Yes. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. I lo- I did think that, though. I was taking a shit, and I saw where we were at. Roundtable was at, rather, in the comedy rankings on podcasts. I was just like, all this just flashed through my head of all the fucked shit Horrible said. things yes. we said. Yes. All the awful just getting things a Spotlight on him. Just being like, oh, oh, I can't believe we lost Kevin. I can't. And then cutting to the things he said. You know what I like? AIDS. You know, just like what? Yeah, just whatever. Whatever. Because we were just saying whatever could be the most upsetting thing. Because we wanted to be the worst version of ourselves. It was which fun is to what do. it was. And I was, because at the time, I was even worse on last podcast. And so I had to move even farther left onto Roundtable to be worse than I was on the other show. And also make room be, like, it was a competition to see who was worse. Well, yeah, also, we, yeah. yeah and we wanted to one-up each other with how awful we could be. I yeah. mean, Marcus always dreaded having Henry on because the combination of Henry and Jackie, somehow it's not as bad anymore, but especially for a, a time there, it was always major editing jobs had to be done as soon as the episode was over because of all the just foul shit. You know, that Jackie and Henry would create together, if that's what you want to call it. In a previous, <laughs> in a previous time period, things were a little less heated. Yes, than yeah, they are now. Yeah, and no. now it's just like the reason why I believe that we. I don't know if it's cooled out. We've obviously grown up quite a bit. We're chilling well, when, out a little when bit. When you're younger, you want to push the envelope, too, a little bit, I will say. even I still do yeah. like to push the envelope. I still do like to talk about things that maybe I shouldn't be able to talk or, or th- people might not want me to talk about, like, on my stream or whatever. Of course. Um, but, yeah, yeah, especially once you reach a wider lens of people and you really want to create something that the world can enjoy. I want to um, grow up. I want to grow up. mindful yeah. is all. Yeah, and it's mindful and understanding that if you're going to go for a really intense joke, you got to think about it. You have yeah. to think about it more, and why am I telling this joke? And respect other people. And is what you're about to say actually funny, yes. or is it just funny to you and your fucked up brain? Yes, but that's why, but that's what Roundtable was for. And yeah. it was a thing for at a time period, and it worked in a specific time period, and even when we will eventually... Oh, God, sorry, Barry. 
Oh, he's not crying. He's just you? Like, oh, I'm so overcome with emotion. Henry and I ate grief meats last night. We'll talk we about out. this right now, but I was gonna say uh, a, a part of it is that, the, but we were talking about side stories that we were just about to do a big roundtable reboot a little bit. Yeah. And uh, but we are going. To, there's a project coming up that we still are not going to release the full details on. That is going to be as close to roundtable as we can get with everybody yeah. sp- split up. So that's kind of what we were looking forward to, and uh, hopefully so, that is that is still coming. So we will we will keep pushing yeah. and jiving. But last night I made uh, Jackie eat a pie filled with bone marrow and uh, beef cheek. This huge ass. We went to this Ugh. restaurant that was just like oh, Mickey Mickey's. It was just so slimy but so good. Dude. It was so good. But the problem is, I'm how not- is your butt doing? Uh, you know what's interesting is that <laughs> I had already been like I would keep myself really tight, knowing that we were going to have this meal. We had scheduled this before. All, um, everything and, and happened. All this shit happened because we ah. were going to do a brother-sister night because Natalie was out of town and Natalie doesn't eat weird meats, right? So I was going to go and subject <laughs> Jackie, essentially being like, I'm paying for dinner so that you have to witness me eat. Gross um, meat. But then because we were so hungover from hanging out the night before, we downgraded the the adventure, the adventurous nature. Because he was taking me to a place that only had like sweetbreads, brains, but like I spent all of the morning dry heaving in yeah, the bathroom yeah, from sure. grief and vodka. So we just and switched it to just a, the biggest, fattest, thickest steak that I could throw into our fucking gullets and then cheese bread and then a I bunch of it. fucking... This, I just can't get on the pie. fucking marrow train with you guys. I've Ooh. talked about this shit before. Have you it's tried disgusting. it? To me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I was on a date. Uh, actually, I went to this lady's house and she fed me some bone marrow and it almost ended the date night for me. I literally was oh. like fucked up from it. What? Wait, what? Did she make it for you? I yeah. can't remember how it came, but it's just yeah, how like, did she have fuck up? It's like it's like animal cum or something. I don't know what it's I butter. Can't. It's meaty butter. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. So gross to me. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, it slide on down. But you know what I will say? It definitely felt like, it reminded me of our joke from our sketch popcorn where it was like, did you notice like the film of pure animal fat on your teeth on my and your teeth. tongue? Yeah, I was like brushing my teeth last night. I was like, ugh. It was uh, like, I was like scraping it off my yeah, teeth. Yeah, yeah. I woke up this morning feeling pretty rough. But it's nice to celebrate. But also yes. I was in class, like I was in like, I went to spin class this morning because you know what you do when you're upset is do things that you really, really hate so that nothing is attached to um, the, the bad memories. Yeah. And I was burping up my, which I'm glad Marcus isn't here because he really hates burp talk. Yes. And I was burping up the meat. Right. And it was like, it was, I, you know, spin class, like, it gets really hot in there. It's a very small room. Yeah, but I'm certain there's a lot of people who smell like rancid meat in that room. That's why yeah. I was worried they were thinking that it was my... My foes. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I'm feeling a little round tabley today. It does feel round tabley. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then Brighter Side's gonna have guests on it too. And I was like, is Brighter Side just gonna get even? We're just how the fuck? Yeah, how does Brighter Side even happen? I'm I mean, not. we're we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it this week. Something. We're gonna talk about it. I mean, let's do, all right. So let's talk. But all of us watch both Fire do- Fire Festival. Documents. Okay, we yes, gotta see. Yes. Yeah, we have to. We have to discuss it because this is the show that we could fully discuss this on. Because Kissel was maybe talking about talking about inside stories, but I was like, I kind of wanted to save my thoughts for page seven because we watched both of them. Because yeah. Natalie was just like deeply curious. Because at the yeah. time when all of the Fire Festival shit went down, I couldn't give a rat fuck. Like I didn't care. But really? it was really funny. Kumail's tweet about it too. He was just like, like like person 
why would I watch a documentary about a failed festival, let alone two of them, 30 minutes into the first documentary? Oh my God, I will watch infinite amounts of fire documentaries. Yeah. I wanted to live in it. And I remember when it happened in real time because the, 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 all, like, really, maybe the people I dislike the most in modern society were the people who got ass fucked and not in the fun way no. in that whole situation. These fucking fuck, fuck. Fuckhead Insta people. No, but you, hey, you can't hold that against them. I will. wanting to go. Because Jackie wants this job. That's the thing. You can't hold it against them for thinking that this is the coolest place to be. I would not necessarily do that. Obviously, I don't have the abs or the butt for it. But I feel like if I was offered that opportunity, I'd be like, yeah, totally. Because uh, yeah, think and about if, it. And if someone said, uh, uh, here are golden shoes, okay? But you yeah, can't you, them, but you, can't, but you cannot walk in them. Okay, I wear the spikes in them. You can't give 20,000 people a luxury experience all in one fucking tiny island. Well, it's just not going to happen. What I learned from the Firefest documentaries was, number one, the fact that everybody made such a big deal over this and it was only one day <laughs> that those fucks were stranded. It that was only true. one day. They literally all just, they lost the money, but then they all got the funniest story in the world and each one of them knew, like, they, they knew what they were getting into They beforehand because of all the fire fraud stuff that was coming up before then. So I don't feel bad for a single person that it happened no. to because they didn't even, nothing bad happened to them. The only person I, I the died. only people I feel bad for are the Bahamian workers. Oh my god. Oh and for, by but, god. But that one woman in the Netflix documentary, I oh, will say woman. she got all of her money back plus yes. like 30 grand. So I even no longer feel that bad for her cuz GoFundMe stepped it up and fucking hooked her up. So you know what? At the end of the day, I love the whole thing. I'm so happy it happened. And there's a point in the documentary they're like, everybody thought it was funny at first, but once it got dark, it got really scary. And it's like, no, 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 it's still funny to me. I don't yeah, think absolutely. this is scary at all. I well, think none of them hilarious. fucking died, so but who gives a shit? Can you imagine, though, just being in the dark, out in all these wet tents, yeah. not knowing where your stuff is? Like, I would be worried I was going to get, like, Should have thought about it. Grabbed yeah. Should have and... thought a little bit clearer about what you were doing when everybody was saying that this, there was no festival. And Should've then you done, decided to get scared. on it for, shit, for shits and giggles. Should have done then... any amount of re research. On, and that's the problem, right? And that is why I don't care about these people and why I hate these people. These are also oh. the kinds of people who created, I don't want to get too political or whatever, but these are the same people who see a headline or see anything on the internet and believe it immediately yes. and just yeah. buy into it. And that's why everything is so fucked up right now. So Whoa. you know what? Fuck, fuck, boy, fucks. You can go get fucked because I don't Whoa. give a fuck. Uh oh, also, we are on the angry train this yeah. week. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, but that was a part of it. It's that I'm watching and, you know, I'm, I just got my health checked, right? So my fucking blood pressure is like, I've mellowed it out like, really dick, significantly. Dude. Snaps to attention. Oh, good for you. <laughs> as soon as I, if I lift my eyebrow, it snaps to attention. Please leave your eyebrows. I'm not down. even looking at you. Don't. I'm not looking at you. What's wrong with you, um, dude? Let's fucking trick off together, man. Fuck yeah, dude. I'll text you later. Text <laughs> you. Um, but the whole time I'm watching this Firefest festival, and the, the Hulu one, right, was not made by the same producers as the Netflix one. The Netflix, Netflix one, one was, was done by the the fuck Jerry production companies yes. that yes. was that was helping it, right? So Hulu was fun because it was a, it was an outside perspective of what but happened on the. They paid that motherfucker to be on the oh, dock. I don't even care. Pay it doesn't him, matter. Fuck what, it. I just all... get him on. I just need to see him squirm in a chair for but fucking a, an hour and a half. Yeah. A part of it though is that Natalie obviously is mad at the main dude. She's just like, oh, I can't believe this guy. But for me, 
I was like, I actually, it's not that I don't, it's not that I'm obviously he's a shithead, but he's the one who's getting all of the punishment, right? So he's getting his. He is and going he to took, jail. Yeah, he took the responsibility he, um, for it. He's I doing guess. all that kind of shit. But I was like, unfortunately, the problem is, is that a man like that is the person who is like our president. That is literally our president. As a guy right. that started a lie, that got a bunch of money, and we all love liars who win. The entire country loves them. We do. Like, because we believe a part of that, that's an extension of the American dream. Is that a fucking dude pulling himself up by his bootstraps? Just yeah, bullshitting maybe. his way all the way to the top. All the way but also, how much bullshit was it when he said like, I used to sell broken crayons and put the crayons back together. I've been businessman since day one. It's like, get fucked. He took that from a pitch book. There's very interesting because there was a pitch book that I was reading about how to pitch better. And there are examples that what he did just in that Hulu documentary that are exactly what they were talking about in the pitch book. Where you're supposed to tell a story at the beginning of a pitch or somewhere in the middle of a pitch where you show like an anecdote about how you crushed a sale even if it wasn't fully a straight on sale. Like this idea of being like, I'm a born businessman. So like that that's like, I understand why he's projecting that. My thing is that fuck Jerry is just as completely responsible. Yeah. Yes. For the entire fucking thing. Yeah. They, ja Rule. Um, the, ja models, Rule, the models actually, that just blindly posted the you shit know without true, even though? calling it an advertisement. I, I don't I f I don't have as much judgment for them because they don't they, they don't their know. jobs That's not what they are, do. Their jobs, that is their job, is that they get paid money. To, to be go picked places. up in a basket, taken to a beach, yeah. and put into a bikini. They look hot. Their jobs their are to job. have fun. That's their job. And then they pick they get picked back up very carefully. People with gloves. And then they get shipped back to their mansions, wherever it is that they go. Ja Rule was just supposed to be the funny guy. Wait, why? But also, is, <laughs> he was just has Ja Rule been a big dude this entire time? It was like, when everyone's like, well, if Ja's on board, then I'm here. I was like, well, that was the other part. Ja Blink in Blink-182, being some draw. You know what I mean? Like, Honestly, they tried. They were also, someone, I forget, I think Jim Toos did a, did a tweet that he said, no one gives Blink-182 enough credit for being yeah. the first ones to pull out. Yeah. And I was just like, yes, it makes quite a bit. Very, very funny. My problem is that it really is just more of an example of, like, the Hulu documentary, I hated how they try to explain FOMO for fucking 10 minutes and explain the internet over and, and over again. And also explain the whole, like, it's like, this is what a millennial is. It's like, I we fucking, get it. Go, yeah. fuck you, go fuck yourself. Who do you the think whole, is watching this? My, like, our parents aren't watching this documentary. No. My mom's like, fire? Was it on fire? I wish. <laughs> but it might that so that's the kind of shit where you look at it and being like I wish that this was more of instead of it being just justice porn on that main dude which it felt like both were because the Netflix one was just them throwing him under the bus as yeah. hard as humanly possible and when those four fucking hipster d-bags when they did that thing were like alright from fuck Jerry when they shot film themselves being like go down to fire festival check it out they knew for a fact that it was a disaster and they went down there just to film to it. get all the B-roll. Of course yes. they did. They did it on, on purpose. They knew that that's what they were doing. They were saving this for this moment. And they, none of them, all thinking like again, not to be anything because we're in the middle of fucking Auschwitz and doing Mengele, but all of them saying the same fucking thing that Nazi said, being like, "I just got hired to do a job, man. Yeah, I got hired to go and promote this thing, and that's just what I do." And you're like. No, you fucking piece of shit. You need to kind of think about what you're promoting for a second because Everybody what if knew. somebody, what if, so like, obviously I'm being a little bit more tongue in cheek about saying I wish that people got hurt at the fire Festival, but what if hundreds of people died at fire Festival? And then, would it be so funny Yeah, then? would, would fuck it be? Jerry be on because the hook for murdering people? Because that could have happened. Yeah. Because that definitely could have happened. Sure. 
And sure. I just, but also, can we just real fast just remember that there was a man in this documentary called David. Oh, yes. Mm, David! <laughs> mm, David! Every time mm, David came on the screen, it was in the Netflix documentary, I would just, I'd have to pause and be like, mm, David, I you have, come over here, mm, David! I have never seen more of a collection of douchey-looking piece of shit fuck, fuck, fucker. I, I, I always descend into just saying fuck over again because yes. I can't even describe how much I love to hate all the, besides the Bahamian workers, all of the people in that whole <laughs> documentary. Literally, Why? even the ones that got fucked over that weren't the Bahamian workers, because, like, the dude's working on the app, and those people, like, kind of, they were doing their thing, they were doing their job, and then that, that was had nothing not to do with fault. the festival. But they all look like fuck, fuck, fucky fucks, too. Okay? <laughs> and the guy that went to go, that's the other thing. With their when Billy, hats and their shirts. Yes. But, oh, oh I'm When sorry. the guy called, when he when Billy calls, I forget that guy's to get name. The wa- to get the water to go, from. He say, <gasps> he's supposed to go, he told him, I need you to suck this guy's dick. Yes. To go to the customs To release office. all of the water because they said they wouldn't be, unless they got paid, they wouldn't give any water to the festival. And then and he, he said, was gonna. But this is my question. Number one. Was that an actual conversation? Not that Bill, not that he, not that Billy didn't have a conversation with that dude. <laughs> oh my God, I'm filming. It's the meat, Jesus Christ, guys. Yeah, man, grief meats. They're Ugh. rough. But I don't know if I know that conversation happened. But did the customs officer really say, "You can have this water if you make me shoot on your lip"? Like, are we gonna do that? That really? Do we <laughs> really think it happened? I don't think, think, so. I don't I think want any that, that to be the real. case, but I don't think that's the case. I'm sure Billy heard from somebody that that guy was gay and was just like, "That's how gay people work. You just suck dick, their dick, and then they'll just give you what you need them to give you." And then he got there all ready to suck a dick, and then he was like, "Oh, this guy just is down to have a conversation." No, and then it shows that he never did any work. But also, I'm gonna tell. This is like a secret, Jackie. Close your. I'm not listening, but David. This is a secret about if you do, then give a blowjob. The only time that you have a man's, like, that thing where you think the blowjob's gonna, like, you can control his will is only during the blowjob. Right. Like, you literally have to, you have to figure out how to, like, make them sign a legal contract until they shoot. Because it, once they shoot, you go it's back over. to normal. Yeah. It's even, Dude, I think it's even worse than back to normal. You don't give a fuck yes even yes. more than you ever didn't give a fuck see actually i think that's when you get them to sign the contract yeah but then all like i would be a little distracted they were like just sign here just sign it's sign, right sign right here. i mean i'm like put the, pen in their, put the pen in their dick hole oh, and weird. fucking just drag it around the page i'm really yeah. glad that i closed my ear for this because i had no idea the power of a blowjob <laughs> Yeah, I've I know. Never given one, I don't know anything about it, and I'm glad that I wasn't listening. Virginal sister. Yep, I'm just like Merritt. Oh no. Oh my God, I have been doing it. See, that's my problem. Just been so sad. But for about five days' time, I was only a token like this because I watched The Godfather and The Godfather Two this week. Ah, uh, yes, very and, important. And um, Jeff was getting very upset with me because I kept also going Vini Vini Vici, and finally was just like. That's not even, that's not Italian. That's Latin. <laughs> and I said, same fucking thing. Yeah. Do we have any other final thoughts about Fire Festival? Do you want to wrap it up? I mean, like, other, I otherwise. I love it. Yeah. It's my everything. It's like everything I love. I, I there's a lot of people in this world uh, that I fundamentally at this point disagree with because I've officially become old man Holden. And I just, I just I can tell fundamentally it's the despise these like 
insta pretty boy. Like, they just don't care. Like, even when they show up and they see the whole thing is fucked and they're they're laughing about spending thousands of dollars on nothing and fucking, they think it's all a fucking joke. And yep. that's why I'm just like, fuck every one of these cats. Is no. this envy? You know what? It's interesting because I I think about that, right? About like you look at it and you see people just playing with all this money and you wonder like why am I having these? It's the truth. Like maybe a little bit. I'm having these sort of like intense personal reactions to watching them do this because mostly which I have seen, which I think is a fun little offense to anybody that criticizes you. When someone criticizes you deeply, especially viciously, it's mostly it's from the perspective of you squandered an opportunity that I would have rocked, right? Yeah. Like, that's kind of his idea. When people hate you, they mostly are hating you because they think that they should have what you have. Mm -hmm. And so a part of it is that I look at this, I look at Fire Festival, and it's true. I mean, I would never, I don't want to run a music festival because it looks fucking awful. Like, doing an event, being an difficult. events person is incredibly difficult, so it's not really my cup of tea. But you look at what they were doing and it was like they could have done anything with that money and literally all they had to do like it all would have been all right if they literally just did the 18 months of pre-pro that they should have done that if all of this would not be a story yeah if for some reason instead of him rushing it if he had just done it he'd be a multi-fucking millionaire but i will oh, say yeah. this he had to rush it because that's how many people and how much money he owed Yes. That's why. So you actually get the reason why. You're like, oh, why did he do this? It was like, no, no, no. He was chasing a, a fucking timer. The a whole countdown. time he was chasing a timer. Like the and entire time it had already been set. And it's just amazing to watch. I just love it. I think it's so great. And I think hopefully it's a tide change slightly for people to just stop immediately believing everything that they see online. And, and, and also just the whole issue I have with Instagram and stuff like that where you're only seeing the best aspect of of everyone's lives, right? But it's okay if you realize it. That's how I use it. Instagram for me is just a good time. Instagram, it's like I use it as I only do it for jokes under promote shit, and that's it because I don't believe in the hologram reality that Instagram puts up, which is I think it does get to people eventually because you're looking at other people's highlight reels and being like, my life's not that good. And it's like, uh, no, it's like their life is just not that good all the time. You know, my, I, while I was like wasting away at my office job, I seriously considered trying to start a new app called Shitstagram. And it's literally just like fucking stuck in traffic again. Fucking <laughs> it's raining. <laughs> just like pictures of me, like walking through, it's like raining ass outside. Just pictures of my wet pants. You know what I mean? Just I like, mean, yeah. you can definitely make your own Instagram account. Um, is Shitstagram. Shitstagram. And just honestly, just, like that idea. The day-to-day -day aggravations, because I think it would be more important for people to see that, and that's the final word from Holden McNeely. Hell uh, yeah! Like Holden to thank our sponsors today: fucking fuck, fuck face uh, records and uh, Dick Cheese experimental cheesemongers. I'm just sad because I just realized I thought your your shirt said Sunset Beaver this entire nah, time. No, it says Sunset Beach. It says Sunset Beach, but Sunset now Beach. I wish it said Sunset Beaver. In a recorded way, I've actually never been able to address this before. Why are you why is you why do you have a beard like you're Woody Allen but a professor? Um like you would uh, date uh, like you you teach kindergarten but you would like try to raise one as your Oh, you're like Patch Adams. Well, I'll tell you what. Guess what, Henry? Yep. What? Chicken butt. Yeah! yeah. You got got you got got I didn't think he was gonna do it, dude. I am <laughs> fucking in mourning. <laughs>
I am in mourning. <laughs> Want a New Year's resolution you can actually keep? It could be dance like no one is watching, but what does it matter if somebody is watching when we're dancing? Heisenberg theory enthusiasts? I don't know if that makes any sense. Stop going to the post office to send letters and packages when you don't have to. Save time and money this year by using stamps.com instead. Life is too short to not use stamps.com. Yeah, I said it. I'm not sad. You're sad. I take it back. We're all very sad. Stamps.com is the faster and more convenient way to get postage. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want it sent. And the mail carrier picks it up. And I say, come here, Mr. Postal Worker. You look stressed. Why don't you come inside if you want to grab Z this package from my smooth, moisturized nubblies? And they say yes. And things get complicated. But oh, how you remember that sweet, impassioned embrace. No more lucky mail to the post office. No more hassles. But I say we up the nipple tassels because 2019 is begging for a little chest flare. I use stamps.com because life's a beach and it's time to ride the wave. So strap into that boogie board of yours called life and scream it like you mean it and use stamps.com. And right now, you too can enjoy the stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale. So start the new year off right. Go to stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in page 7. That's stamps.com. Enter page seven. Well, why do you have the beach? Why do you have this beard? Uh, uh, I literally said on Twitch one day, uh, if someone donates $100 right now, it will grow out a beard. Why don't and you then, shave it now? I think that I think it looks shave really it and good. ask for $100 again. <laughs> well, no, because it, it makes Lexi fucking uh, into a, turn into a slip and slide, and okay. she wants it for the wedding. So, uh, yeah, Hell the yeah. beard stays. Right? Are you going to dye it like jet black for the wedding? Ooh, like Ooh. you're evil. I've got the gray, and I have some really good beard oil that I've been throwing in. Do you use beard oil, I Henry? use it, but Natalie does not like scented beard oil. Okay. Like she, oh, but that's it gets the to fun. be too much. No, but it's not too because then you kind of get sick of it after a while. My beard doesn't smell. But mine's I shampoo. Uh, uh, subtle. It's like a mahogany. It's, I like a mahogany. Yeah. It smells you, so you good. You condition your beard, right? I condition it? Yeah. Do you do you wash and condition your beard? Um. Uh. Yeah. No, you need you to because <laughs> that's where you get the shit. Idiot. Do we all do that? Do you not wash your beard? Oh. Do, oh. Do you fucking um? Yeah, I wash it. Do you, you jaywalk? He's never had a beard before. He doesn't know these. You things. know what? It's hair. You wash it like you wash hair. You wash your pubes, right? Yeah. I st- uh, soap gets on it when I when I'm lubing. What I've been trying to do now is like I go a little, I take a little comb into the uh, Ew, shower. His Jackie, hands don't are listen, down don't by his penis. Like little, he's touching it. And himself. what I do is I pull out the hair as straight as I can get it, Ugh. just so I could see what it would be like if my if my penis was a woman. <laughs> just name the day and the time and the fucking whatever you need to name, and we will jerk off in the same room, bro. We'll have some bad meats and then we'll fucking spank some fucking good meats. You know Bank I mean? it. And we'll be like, Natalie, get in the other room. <laughs> Lexi, Lexi, go to sleep. Lexi, Lexi go to fuck to sleep. Lexi, I put I put Peach Dragon on in the other room. 
<laughs> go in there. Why you should go in there. Oh, well, mid stroking it while you were telling her to do it, and then you accidentally come on, on your fucking leg. <laughs> well, you know that's usually. I think that's um. I just want to thank you guys for being here today. <laughs> yeah, I think it's nice. We've kind of definitely changed this from Page Seven's normal like goofy sleepover vibe to just like men behind a dumpster. Honestly, that is uh, technically I think that's dudes sleepovers though, yeah, right? Yeah, dudes sleepovers. I have been talking about with a man for a long time. Talking about meats and burps. God, I couldn't right? imagine having a sleepover Can right now with that? like Henry or another grown man. Just and me how, just like, yeah. what you thinking about? Night holding. Let's put masks on. Uh, what are you talking about? Masks are great, and they make your skin feel great. I think that you guys should do this. Maybe after you jerk off in in, in different rooms. No, once we've done jerk it off, we're just going to be staring at our phones in silence in the same room watching some kind of movie. Uh, by the great. way, I do face masks all the time now with Lexi. So They're I, fantastic. I fucking love them. Yeah, you're, you don't you feel, look any different. Like while I'm watching a movie or something, I'll just throw on a little... Ugh. Face mask for like twenty minutes and yeah, that's what it. Jeff and I did during The Godfather too. And then your face feels Weird. awesome, and you just fucking—it's just like another way to relax. You know what I mean? It was an abortion, Michael. And you're just going like, <laughs> yeah, yes, with the face mask on. Yeah, dude. Uh, uh, if I could only have been in that room with you during that scene, Jackie, how great oh, is that scene? It's yeah, so, just all God, so I love good. that fucking. I remember I watched that with you uh, at your apartment in Tallahassee. Hell yeah. Did I tell you that I did a full walkthrough of Tallahassee on Google Street Maps? Like, I walked through Street View Why? of Tallahassee recently nice. because there was a crime. We were coming on side stories. It took place at that the one of the inciting incidents of the crime happened at Floyd's. Oh, wow. Ooh. And as I was going through, that whole building's knocked down where you used to live. They, they tore it down. It's a parking lot. No. <laughs> Maybe it's for the best. It's sad. Yeah, probably for the best. Yeah, it was weird over there after what we how we left it. Thank you guys for um Are we doing uh, the list? For do you want to do the list? Do we doing uh, are we doing blind items or no? You like being surprised by the blind I like items. being surprised. I leave that to Marcus. Usually. I listen to I a, a lot of I read a lot of uh blind items. I still read them. Read read one off the top of your head for us. Well, the problem is a lot of it nowadays is just getting darker and darker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not quite as fun as it used to be, except Timothy Chamelet is closeted, obviously. Which I feel bad. Come out, boy. I don't, I mean, I still don't like a soft boy. Timothy! I don't like Timothy. Timothy! I, I mean, he's fine. I just don't know why people are so impressed by him. He's a good actor. He's a fine actor. Wait, what's the other one? Like, big boy, blind boy? The other one? It was beautiful, 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 beautiful Dan? That movie? I don't, I don't know. know. I There are uh, two movies. There each, there are I so saw many, Beautiful Boy. How was, was it? Was it good? I just, it Who was. Who cares? It's, it's just, it was, I, I told, I was like, Lexi, it was like Friday night, and I'm just like, I don't want to watch a bummer movie. Mm. She was like, let's watch it. I'm but like, it's I don't a beautiful want boy. to. And then we threw it on, and an hour in, I'm just like, this is a fucking bummer, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept screaming about it. What I hate is when movies come out in pairs because it was like Beautiful Boy was one of them that was the mom looking for drug addicted boy, but it wasn't the Chamolet one. Then Chamolet was another one called like Skinny Gutter Kid that he was, it was the same exact fucking plot. No, no, no. What? Steve Carell and um, that's Beautiful Boy. Beautiful Boy is Carell and I thought uh, Shimalee. What's yeah, the that's one? the one with Chalamet. That's with Chalamet. 
But it's there, just the there was another one with Julia Roberts and another skinny little that, soft. And, but that's the dude that was in Lady Bird. That was the kid. Yeah, but now in, it's one person gets one movie, then they just get five Oscar movies. They just give him all right. the movies. I don't understand. I'm not, I'm not, saying, I'm not trying to be bitter. <laughs> but Beautiful <laughs> Boys, just mm-hmm. it's just not doing anything new in terms of that subject matter. Like It just shit. is not... It's just whatever. I you know what I mean? Give a shit. Oh, it's called Ben is back. Same is shit. The other one. <laughs> that's the one. That's Ben Same is back. Shit. Is but the then, one that just came out. But that's supposed to be really good as well. Sure. But then it was that movie because it was those two movies that are identical. That it's were just Oscar movies in his out. underwear, drinking Bud Lights in the fucking living room. Ben is ben back. Ben is back. Give him another forty. <laughs> it's like he never left. I. But the other two was like the favorite, and the other Queen Whiteface movie. With the with the whoa, white face whoa, on it, which whoa. is Queen of Scots. Yes, Mary so, Queen of Mary Scots. Queen of Scots, where the favorite was really good, right? I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. But then the other movies, the fucking same thing. Oh. It's just two queen ladies go scissoring each other in a scissor fight. Also, though, speaking of the favorite, I also rewatched Killing of a Sacred Deer this weekend, Ooh. and it was with Jeff and a bunch of Ugh. his friends. I was like, "You guys want to watch like an intense movie?" Like an and afterwards, movie. they were all just like, "Why you put that on?" I don't know. <laughs> because I liked it. Oh my god. The scene, please, if you guys, have, if you haven't seen Killing of a Sacred Deer, please watch it just for Colin Farrell's monologue to his young son about a shocking thing that he did to his father oh, yeah. when he was Yeah, it's kid. rough, dude. Also, that, that uh, the, uh, oh my god, I have to, oh, Abduction in Plain Sight. Oh, Abducted in Plain Sight, I wanted to see that, is it good? Jackie, I don't even know how to describe this documentary. There are some surprises in it that are like me and Natalie were like what the fuck is this shit and we had to shut it off because it just got really intense really oh yeah. alright I'll watch it okay yeah it's interesting you know yeah. I'm into that stuff yeah I say it's an I think it's a it's a not a usual episode this week so I'm gonna leave the list for next week yeah and then cool, we'll go back cool. you'll go back to page 7 normal next week yeah, yeah and it yeah. looks like because uh, Marcus is at the wheel working we're yeah. whipping him while he works on the book. Um, you're going to be having guest hosts for the next couple of weeks. Essentially, you boys, this is the entrance into um, dumpster hour. February of <laughs> of the boys of Henry and Holden swapping out co-hosting uh, throughout February. And yeah. thank you guys very much for being here today and um, and reminiscing with me and making sure I didn't just sit here and cry the entire time, which Same is what here. I yeah. was planning on doing. It is this nice, was, man. I think this was pretty hard for, for us, so I'm glad it worked out. I mean, this is the worst thing in the face of the planet. Mm-hmm. Straight up, for us, in our microcosm, in our small universe, this is one of the worst things you could possibly deal with, but we're doing it. We're just fucking... Rolling through it, we're gonna grieve through our our time. It's gonna take time, obviously, and just we are so just crazy, gonna though. yuck it up as much as we can. Honestly, yeah. we're just gonna do as do what we do best, which is be shitheads on microphones. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And, and they, like Kevin would have wanted it. it yes. That's the whole thing. That's yeah, because he there's nothing he loves better than working at a deficit. <laughs> there's nothing he likes better than having everybody hate what's going on but still be forced to joke around. And I also <laughs> want to just like keep the memory of live of our friend Jared posted a screenshot of what Barnett wrote on his Facebook wall like years ago on his birthday. And it was, I can't say the whole thing, but most of it was, I don't give a shit <laughs> just about his birthday wrote on his Facebook wall. And I was like, so I think funny. I'm going to start sending that as my text for people for birthdays just to keep the, uh, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Well, big ups <laughs> to Kevin. Uh, and we're going to do this shit. We're going to keep doing this shit because 
Got to keep on being alive. Yep, oh, we're yeah. going to do it. Thank you again, Holden. Uh, please check out Wizard and the Bruiser on oh, this podcast yeah. network. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is It is a lot. I have definitely listened to a bunch of it, and I really, really dig it. And I do want to sleep with Wolverine, so which is go. why I listen it to that It does help. Episode. That's why you do that kind of shit, because it does fantastic. work. Henry, thank you for being here. For, uh, Henry from Last Podcast on the Left. Of course, and, to do it whenever um, you ask brother. me to, and I will always do it. He is my brother. And I love you. And Holden, you are my brother. Thank you. I love you're you not, guys. You're not my sister. You're like cousin, kind of. Are no. we like cousins? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> That's how we always talk about it with Wendy. We always called Wendy's your niece. Yeah, but I think I don't. I don't. So you're you're equating Holden as also your son. <laughs> um, no, you're my sister, and I just, and I just want to say, love you, Bird Luger. That's love it. you, yeah. Bird Luger. Love, love you. you so much, and um, go out and tell everybody you know. Everyone on the street that you love them. Today. We keep telling this. We've been saying this again and again. Life's short. Uh, make it count. This is it. You get one, go around. Because even if there's more goes around, you don't remember them. Yep. Unless you're in Scientology. And then the right. whole point is to remember them. But then, you know, then it's a whole long thing. And you're, all, you're already out six figures. So what do you care? <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Hail Satan. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The savings rock when you find a new way to roll. Like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near you. It's easy and free. Plus, you can get cash and other rewards for carpooling, up to $600 a year. Get rolling on a new way to work with Rideshare. Register today at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply.